Wednesday, 8 p.m. Is 101 and more live from Nashville, Tennessee, the Boy. Volunteer State. Make sure you go to our website, musicbiz101wp.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You need to sign up for a newsletter. Follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, at musicbiz101wp. And, of course, we have a podcast, which many of you are listening to right now, mm-hmm. and you found it at iTunes or SoundCloud, Music Biz, ampersand, 101. No, Music Biz 101, <laughs> ampersand, more. Music Biz 101 and more. I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp. Who are you? I am Stephen Marconi. Dr. Esteban. Yes. And so as you listen, you'll hear a student. You're going to hear a great, great person. But this was a summer class because of William Patterson University. So we want to thank Ashley Weltner, who's been our engineer for all of our radio shows over the past year. And she hooked us up with this tremendous technique of recording that we're doing right now. And we should give thanks. So we put our uh, hands together, legs together, eyes closed. Heads down. Thanks to the folks at Van Dyne Bruno Inc. and White Hat Management with artists like Charlie Puff, Dave Matthews, and Kith. There's only one place to go for your band's business management. Go to VB CPA.com when you are ready. And we should all give thanks to Christine Vey. Oi, a wealth manager and the president of <laughs> Oi Vey Management. <laughs> Oi Vey Wealth Management. Christine has helped many of our professionals at William Patterson University to manage their investments and plan out for their retirement. If you're looking for some guidance on how to plan for your retirement, or if you have any questions on anything from investments and portfolio management to insurance retirement planning, give Christine a call at, repeat after me, 732. 732. 455. 455. 1510. 1510. You can also email her, Christine at Oi. They Wealth. <laughs> Dot com. And take the last oi off for savings. That's right. Many shout-outs <laughs> to many different people, but don't forget Managing Your Band 6th Edition. By the time you hear this, it has been out for a year, but like fine wine, it's aging beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's a book. It's in color. It's got glossy pages. And only a few mistakes. Very few mistakes. <laughs> so you're going to love it. And always contact, uh, contact us. Again, go to musicbiz101wp.com, and that's where you can find everything out. Again, big thanks to the Music Biz Association for having us here. Yes. And now on to La Interview. Ooh. Okay. You're good? You're Three, good. two, one. All right. So Music Biz 101 and more. Mackenzie Stokel. Mackenzie Eva Stokel. Moore. Yes. Hey. Tyler. Eva Moore. Wow. Oh, by the way, yes. So Tyler Buchanan is our student co-host. Yes. Great to have you here, Tyler. Hello. It's good to be here. And you are a music business minor and uh, a pop major at William Patterson yes, University? that is correct. Okay, that's good. Make sure you speak up so the mic picks you up. There we go. Okay, so Tyler, yes. Mackenzie, yes. let us take it away. Let's learn all about Eva Moore. So let's yeah. start. Just tell us a little bit about Eva Moore and when you started and what you do. Great. Yeah, so Eva Moore is a platform that connects artists with private event planners. So... Mm-hmm. We book music for private events, mostly corporate events, um, but we've done stuff on college campuses, we've done weddings, um, really anything that's not a tour necessarily. But Mm -hmm. it's good money for the artist and a good way to get music exposed. Um, I started this with my co-founder about three years ago while we were still students at Belmont University Mm -hmm. here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing it ever since. You in their music business program? Music business and entrepreneurship, yep. Her name was Great. Channing? Channing. Okay. Yep, Channing Moreland was cool. her name. And uh, you guys started as a manual booking agent? Yes, that's it. We 
honestly, we just started, you know, throwing parties. All of our friends were musicians, so we would help them get booked at venues. Um, and, you know, we would put on fun events and in town, and then we would just kind of get a lot of interest from the community about um, these events. So people would come to us and say, hey, I need an artist for my event, or hey, I'm an artist, help me get booked. Mm -hmm. So we were just kind of manually connecting people for the longest time before we realized we could right. do this all online to make it easier for everyone. Right. Um, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a concept that's picking up in quite a few places around the country. And is it, um, I, th I see it as almost a win-win situation because totally. I see the artist getting more of the piece. I, don't, I didn't ask, we didn't ask you yet what percentage you take. Mm -hmm. But see the artist getting more of a piece. And secondly, we see that the uh, buyer or the event planner is not getting screwed by paying so outrageous exactly. rates exactly. for a DJ or yeah. whatever when they could be paying playing just, you know, I mean, I'm not expecting anybody not to get paid, sure. but reasonable rates on both sides. Exactly. We, we try to keep it really transparent for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. You know, the artist knows we take 10% mm -hmm. from them for getting them booked, and then the event planner can see exactly what, you know, they're paying for right. the artist. And you don't negotiate the artist negotiates with the event planner? Yep. They can see the budget, and they can just set their price and say, I'll play for this amount of money, and then you know, however many artists apply to the, each event, the event planner can pick, see kind of their profile mm -hmm. and pick which artists mm -hmm. they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So kind of like a double-sided question, what do you feel is um, harder about manual booking and also easier about online? Yeah, wow, that, I mean, manual, manually um, trying to book an artist, if you have no connections in the industry is, it could take, days, even weeks, just trying to find the person to get back to you, um, you know, trying to get a reasonable price, a talented artist, you know, having to vet the artist and know that you're not overpaying is, if you just don't know where to start, it can be really, really daunting. Mm -hmm. um, and then even if you do maybe have a connection to a booking agent, a lot of times they don't want to book their acts for under a certain price because they're trying to, you know, build their brand. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it really is a lot easier to just do it all online. We do contracts, payment, everything, so you don't have to have that connection to somebody to get mm -hmm. the artist mm -hmm. that's gonna be talented. Are you in competition with booking agencies? We are not, fortunately, because we really are kind of like a additive resource for them. We have partnerships with all the booking agencies to be able to have access to uh, their bigger artist. If we do have a client that wants something, you know, a headliner, mm -hmm. we can kind of mm -hmm. just send them that business. And mm -hmm. in turn, we book a lot of their baby bands um, and can help kind of get them out there and help them get booked without, because it's sometimes not worth it for them to book smaller acts because they're, you know, it takes their time and they don't really want to deal with private mm -hmm. events a lot of times. Now, a booking agent uh, normally doesn't sign the contract at all. They're basically the conduit mm -hmm. between the purchaser and the performer. Is that the way you work as well? Yep. We, um, <coughs> the event planner signs on their end, and the artist or, you know, if somebody else is operating mm -hmm. 
They they do sign on their behalf. Yeah, of course. But but I'm saying your company doesn't just is the same as the exactly. booking agents don't as, as Our, well. We don't take liability, right? All right. So you guys are sort of more of just like a middleman. You you leave mm -hmm. it more in control of the artist, however much they or the booking agency, however much they want to. It's definitely we're we are the automated middleman to allow artists to. They set their price. They know exactly mm -hmm. what amount of mm -hmm. money they're getting for each event that they apply for, and um, you know they they know what they're going to get at the end of the day. And they wouldn't they don't have to apply for events that maybe are below their budget either. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they don't have to do now it. Now back in the day, Nashville Musicians Union was pretty strong. Yeah. I'm I'm not so certain now because I haven't been following it, but I used to know the president, and so on. So is there any have they gotten their nose in any of this yet because if you have an artist that's working under scale mm -hmm. and you book them manually or not manually online or whatever then they could be upset to the point of being really upset the the union i mean just make it difficult for you i see so you mean um like if they are signed well, with well they work under scale Right. Let's say an artist, you booked an artist for $100 and scale was $500. Mm -hmm. Now, the union would certainly, they have control of the artist if the artist is, an, is a union artist. Mm -hmm. They don't have control over you, but primarily what used to happen is they needed a, you needed a booking license right. with the employment for the state of um, New Jersey or New York, and I'm sure Tennessee. So consequently, the union could also get just make it more difficult mm. for both mm -hmm. their members and the um, the agency itself. So I was just wondering if you have any of that. Has there been any? Yeah, I mean, we don't really think of ourselves as a booking agent just mm -hmm. because um, you know we're non-exclusive to any artists. We mm -hmm. are just we just kind of help them find gigs <coughs> that they might not have without us. But right. um, you know, non-binding. Right. So you don't have an employment. You don't have a license, no. as they would say. It's kind of like license. contractor. Yeah, individual, in, independent contractor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Is this a regional thing? Is this just strictly Nashville, or are you, and how are you yeah. planning to grow? We, uh, Nashville is obviously where we're based, and then we also have kind of a um, branch in Austin, Texas as well. Mm. And, but we book kind of all over the southeast right now and that's where all our artists are based mm -hmm. um definitely trying to grow expand this thing out to you know both coasts mm -hmm. and just um get as many artists on it as possible so probably later this year <coughs> excuse me um we're gonna try and start getting artists in those other markets to mm -hmm. sign on and get some event mm -hmm. planners out there as well do you charge the origin uh, artist Nope, they can have a profile. Uh, we, the only time we take money is when they get booked. Mm -hmm. We take a cut. Um, but we are very selective with who we book. Mm -hmm. We um, Artists can apply online, but we only accept about 10% just because our differentiator is that we are highly, we highly vet the artists to make sure mm -hmm. um, you know, they're going to get the job done, they're going to be there on time, mm -hmm. they're going to do a good job for the client. Mm -hmm. How do you know that they're going to be there on time and get the job done? 
I mean, besides them, like I could fill something out sure. and say, yeah, I'm great. I'll right. do whatever you want. And then, right. Not. Well, well, of course we have a contract, you know, that they agree to. So, you know, legally they are, but of course there's still times when maybe they wouldn't, in which case we would just work something out with the client and give them a refund or, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, fortunately we have vetted the artists enough where we haven't had a no show but you know things happen all the time i'm sure we'll get to a point where when we get bigger mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. that might be a harder process to manage but um you know we we do make it also really um beneficial for the artists they want to be there they want to play sure. and they are sure. going to make a good bit of money so usually it's pretty worth it for them to show up and, and do everything they agreed to right beforehand right. how do you go about research and finding new artists like I know you have um, a lot of campus reps mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean we when we were booking primarily on campus we did have campus reps we have um, you know people kind of scouting artists for us but now we've gotten to a point where artists really are coming to us a lot and mm -hmm. so much so where we're having to actually turn <laughs> them away which is a good problem to have but um, you know there's always going to be more artists that we want access to um, mm -hmm. that we think are going to be really good on the platform. Mm -hmm. So we're always kind of keeping our ears open for new music and um, having good relationships with agencies or management companies to say, you know, who's kind of coming up, who's doing really well, who's mm -hmm. getting mm -hmm. people's attention. And how, does, how did the private event people find you besides reputation and reference and so on honestly i mean up until now it has been pretty much that like a lot mm -hmm. of word of mouth we haven't done a ton of marketing yet mm -hmm. but we're just really starting to we're just starting to like get some digital marketing going so use our social media to try and find um the right types of people mm -hmm. um but we really just try and start with the relationship because booking always has been done manually and it's sure. been very relationship based. You have mm -hmm. to have some trust there. So we always try and start with, um, you know, introducing ourselves to the right people, mm -hmm. making sure they know they can trust us before just going on the platform. And right. How big is the company? So me and my co-founder full time, we have a CTO um, in Houston. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple developers under him that do the technology, but that's it. It's just us. Well, Pretty small operation here right. in Nashville, but we probably will expand, I'm sure, get some more salespeople, get, um, you know, a lot of it is online, fortunately, so we don't have to have a ton of people in-house, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. you know, we are trying to grow, so. How have you funded so, it so far? Have you gone for outside? Has it all been self-funded? and? We raised a seed round of investment about a year and a half ago. And so that helped us kind of build the initial technology to just have yeah. something that's at least working, um, had tons of customer feedback to know what it needs to look like before we built it. Um, but we were really, we're really lean, um, you know, just being mm -hmm. the two of us and, um, so we did have some funding to get started. Was that was that mostly parents, family, friends kind of funding, or did you get any from banks? Or no, it was actually an angel investment mm -hmm. fund. So they are out of Birmingham. Mm. And so we were, we were looking to raise um, just so we could have that initial tech built, because obviously we can't really be a business without 
that was our that was our business. Sure. So to build it, we needed um, some money and found them just through. We did a lot of like pitch competitions. We did lots of. Um, we did an accelerator here in town called mm-hmm. Project Music. Also, mm-hmm. that helped us get connected to a lot of investors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really meeting people, but did raise around to do Great. that. So what? kind of hopes for the future do you have with expanding your online platform and adding more tech possibilities and booking other kinds of talent other than just music? Yeah, I mean, we could, we're really at a point now where there's a lot of different um, paths we could go down, so we're not sure necessarily which one it's going to be yet, which is exciting, but, um, you know, we could focus solely on booking for private events but maybe build out not mm. just artists mm. we maybe help with catering and getting the venues and doing stuff too or we could just focus more on the music but not just in the private space and make making booking more automated mm-hmm. um you know or we could so we could either do different focus on a different market or different um entertainment that we're booking um, so we're not sure necessarily what is going to happen, but there is, we've thought about kind of all these options that it could, it could go down. Um, it's really, we're just going to kind of see what it is that the customers want and um, what people are coming to us with, what are their needs. About how many events a month would you say about, on the average? Uh, average is probably 20, about 20 events a month, mm-hmm. um, you know, 30 on a good month. Mm-hmm. Mostly weekends? Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely the majority are on the weekends, but we have plenty of, um, like when there's a conference in town or something and they want mm-hmm. entertainment, we'll have maybe three acts during the day that are playing or yeah. like during a happy yeah. hour or something right. like that. Right. So it varies. For and sure. how many artists are signed up? About 80, about mm-hmm. 80 artists. Um, we found that about 70 to 100 is a pretty good, um, representation of all genres mm-hmm. uh gets a various some various price points in there mm-hmm. um with mm-hmm. that number we can usually have what a little uh, something that everyone would be looking right. for right. Orig- original bands cover bands both definitely both um which is it's awesome that we found people do want original bands that's mm-hmm. been a great thing to see that they don't want just to hear covers or just cover bands we have plenty of cover bands that are awesome we have plenty of original bands probably maybe even half and half but a lot of our original bands will do covers or kind of do something fun um, and familiar to their audience which is great too Um, but a good mix DJs Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what's like the criteria for um, artists applying for your yeah, great question. We uh, have to have live content. We have to have something to kind of pitch to the client to know what the kind of experience they're going to get. Video content? Video content. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have somewhat of a following social-wise just for us to get a gauge of where you are in, mm-hmm. the, in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't have to be huge by any means. Honestly, the majority of our acts are unsigned even, so... You know, they are smaller. What's, what, what are you looking like? Let's say Instagram, like mm-hmm. a thousand followers is not enough or that's good for you? That's or fine. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives, I'd say that's probably even kind of like a minimum of mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. 
depends. Obviously, every artist is a little different or does social differently, but that's kind of where, just to show that, you know, you have been able to get to a point where, you know, you're ready for us. We always say, we can't get you from zero to one, but we can get you from one to five as far as building mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. artistry and kind of helping you get out there. Mm -hmm. We can't help you like just get started, but once you have existing music up, you have some tour experience, that's when we can really kind of help grow your, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. career as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, describe as best as you can the, the biggest improvement that you have provided for an artist. Um, just like over manually doing it or, or for booking, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, getting paid on time, <laughs> I would say, is the best I was just going to say thing. getting paid. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, so many artists, especially in Nashville, are used to playing for free. I mean, they there's just so much talent here that it's kind yep. of, you know, venues know that, hey, this band will play yep. for cheap or for free, so why would I pay you? Mm -hmm. Even if they're better or what there's so much talent it's hard to find um gigs that pay yeah so you know we always we don't book we wouldn't do anything for free and our artists don't have to on our platform um so getting them paid first of all and opportunities to have those paid gigs but also paying them on time like we do direct deposit as soon as the event's over and we can confirm you were there on time you did what you agreed to um and then mm -hmm. the money's there. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to hunt anybody down for a check at the end of the event right. or hope that, you know, you get paid in full. We've heard some horror sure. stories from artists sure. not getting paid. Have you ever been stiff from a, um, not the artist point, from a venue? Well, we we make it so we have to have all the money in full about a week in advance. Oh, you take 100% up front. Mm-hmm. Wow. So otherwise, the artist isn't going to, you know, we will. And they're fine with that because... You know, they know, why would we have our band go and play if we don't have the money? We mm -hmm. just hold it in escrow, so, you know, if they right. were not to show, they'll get their money back, the, the client. But, um, you know, we have, we're not going to pay them ahead of time, but we also have to know that they're going to get the money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you had a, uh, I guess you have these uh, template contracts. Mm -hmm. So do you find difficulty sometimes with certain event planners where they're going to have their attorney look at it and they want to change things and now you have to go back to your attorney or do you try to use your Belmont education to do as much again because you're DIY totally. you know and, and you're trying man I don't want to go back to the attorney and right. give him or her 350 bucks sure. for an hour of looking at this thing so how yeah. is that process working for you? Honestly, we've never had an event where anybody wants to change the contract so much where we would want to go back to the lawyer. I mean, maybe for as we grow, there will be an event that's just, it is a big event or a mm. big budget event where they're like, we need this to be a certain way and it might be worth it for us to do that. But I have been able to at least use, you know, my like one law class that I took <laughs> in college to be mm -hmm. able to kind of put things adjust the contract a little bit. Mm -hmm. Most of the time they're fine with kind of the standard and obviously the load in and load out time and mm -hmm. date and stuff changes. But, um, and if they're at, like sometimes there might just be a little thing they want changed. Like, oh, instead of, we want the artist to have a 20 minute break instead of a 30 mm -hmm. minute break, mm -hmm. something pretty easy to change. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it's been, I've been able to handle it so far, but I'm sure there will be a time mm -hmm. when we kind of do need more. Mm -hmm. um, on hands mm -hmm. with law. 
Um, how do you set yourself apart from other booking agencies? Well, with regular, just reg the, the big booking agencies, we, I mean, they're huge. They're doing hu big acts. They're booking tours mm -hmm. um, or even their small acts too. They're, they're opening for acts or, you know, they're, they're doing um, ticketed events. So that's where we are different in that we're not, normally it's like a company that's paying the whole mm -hmm. budget for the band mm -hmm. for their employees, for example. Mm -hmm. um, but there are uh, middle bookers similar to what we do who either do what we do manually or there are even some that are automated, do either maybe they'll book, um, they'll book more than just music or they'll do bookings online, you know like a clown for your kid's birthday party right, or something right. like that. So there are competitors. Um, and what our biggest differentiator is that the talent is vetted and that we make sure we know who we're booking is going to be quality. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the biggest. And, uh, and you're different from Sonic Bids in that for Sonic Bids, I'd be, I believe you can sign up for free. But if you want to be throw your hat in the ring for festival a mm -hmm. then you pay 20 bucks or 25 bucks yes and then you'll be entered into the pool yeah. and then somebody will choose at mm -hmm. that point exactly yeah okay. so we it's never there's never a time when you would pay to play um it's even more um but we also don't do things like festivals and stuff yet mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. we might we may at some point um do something where it is more beneficial for it's more for the artist um, you know, to get mm -hmm. growth and to play stages like that. But um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, right now it's solely private events. Tyler, last question. Um, what other places other than campuses do you look for budding talent? Um, I mean, knowing kind of what being in Nashville is great because there's tons of talent here and then also working in places like Austin where a lot of these young bands are mm -hmm. having uh, just people who just we can trust and know know their ear to kind of be listening and looking for that music or even uh, like com like management companies who are like we they have a great you know they have great taste we really like what they sign um, so just having the connections to the right people but um, also using tools just like, you know, Spotify is a great one to be able to go on new playlists and find where are up-and-coming acts and how are they doing using mm -hmm. social media as well. All right. Yeah, great. We need to wrap this up. We need to put great. this. Ah. Thanks in. for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. Yeah. Mackenzie Stokel of Eva Moore. That's it. Right. That's me. Why, why Eva Moore? EVA stands for Events, Venues, Artists. Okay, and we ah. want more of that. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Even more. Tyler Buchanan, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Music Biz 101 and more. I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp. You are? Dr. Esteban Marconi. Yes. Listen for more, because we have not just EVA more, but Music Biz 101 oh. and, and more. more. Woo! Adios, adios, adios. 
Hey Dave, what do Paul Sinclair from Atlantic, Tom Hefter from Ticketmaster, Rosie Lopez from Tommy Boy, and Heather Ellis from Pandora all have in common? They're all big wigs in the music and entertainment industry, Esteban. And they all hate warm beer. And they've all been guests on the Music Biz 101 and More radio show at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights. Bingo. If you want to learn more about the music and entertainment biz, tweet in a question and tune in every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock to Music, music Biz 101 and More on Brave New Radio. radio. 